Hey everyone, this is the Written by Lauren podcast. I'm your host, Lauren, and today we are reading chapters 9 from my series called Searching. Before listening to this episode, if you haven't heard the previous chapters in the series, then make sure to listen to those before listening to this week's episode. Chapter 9 That night, Zoe tossed and turned. She couldn't get comfortable. She finally got out of bed and flipped on her light. If she wasn't able to sleep, she might as well be productive. She had a hard time getting the images of the screaming woman out of her head, so she decided that reading from her grandmother's book might be helpful in understanding what had happened to her. She made a mental note that she should stop by Barbara's house after school tomorrow and let her know what had been going on and to just visit her in general. She had never had a grandmother around growing up, so she wanted to take advantage of it now that she was able to. Zoe opened up the book and flipped around the chapters trying to find something that correlated to what was going on. She found a chapter on life after death and how the living can interact with those that have passed. It takes opening your eyes and mind to the possibility that there is something more than what most can see in their lifetime, or any given day at that. Zoe read about how to open your mind. She learned that a lot of it is believing that there is something to be seen, and accepting that. Sometimes speaking out and talking to those that cannot be seen would also help them trust you. They can shield themselves, which is why people can't see them on a daily basis, even if you do believe in such beings of this world. She would have to teach her mind that there was something to be seen if she wished to see what else the world she lived in was hiding. She wondered if she would want that, to be able to see another world inside of her own. She thought back to the screaming woman's face. She did want to find out what her story was, why she kept seeing her, and why she was in such pain. Did she have to relive her life over and over? She did want to find out more about her. She wondered if she was behind the thuds that she kept hearing since her arrival. Was she trying to tell her something? Or perhaps spook her out of her room? It was getting late, and Zoe's brain was now filled with more questions and knowledge than it could handle so late in the night, when she should be resting. Zoe slipped out of bed and returned the book to its shelf in her closet. She still wasn't sure her father would be happy with her if he ended up finding it. She turned back to her bed and stopped. She wondered if there was someone here now, in her room with her. After reading the book tonight, she was sure there was someone with her and Brian while they were painting. But now, she wasn't sure. She bit her lip. She wanted to say something. Ensure that whoever had been in her room before, that she didn't mean any harm to them. She was living there now, but she would be okay living in harmony. Instead of any of that, Zoe spat out, do you like the new paint color? Even Zoe was confused with her outburst. She hadn't wanted to say that. She just did. Zoe shook her head. That was a stupid thing to say, wasn't it? Why would a ghost or spirit care what color the walls were? But what would a ghost or spirit want to know? What would they care about? What would they want to talk about? Zoe mumbled to herself and flipped off the light coming back into her bed and thinking of all the other possible things she could have said instead. She slept through the rest of the night peacefully, waking to the light pouring in from her windows. Her eyes blinked open. She didn't move while she let her eyes adjust to the light now filling her room. When her eyes were working properly, something caught their attention. She blinked a couple more times, wondering if they were deceiving her, but... No. A girl stood in front of her newly painted wall, her hand on the wall touching it, as if trying to feel its texture, to remember it. She was intrigued. The girl, and now of course Zoe. Zoe didn't want to move too quickly.
likely to scare the girl, but to be honest, who was this girl, and why was she in her room? Who had let her in? She needed to know. Surely her father wouldn't have let a stranger in their house while she was sleeping and send her up to her room without a warning, or he himself waking her up beforehand. Zoe watched the girl for a moment, taking her in. She had a long dress on, not something common for girls to wear around here, or anywhere, really, that she knew of. Her hair was loosely curled. Half was pulled back and tied with a ribbon. Zoe was now even more curious than before. Who was this girl dressed strangely in her room? Zoe sat up and spoke at the same time. Excuse me? Who are you? The girl turned and looked at Zoe and suddenly vanished. Zoe's eyes widened. She blinked a couple of times and looked around her room quickly. She couldn't have just imagined that. She knew she was awake, and there was no way her eyes were playing tricks on her. Had that been the girl had been in her room previously, and she could just now see her? Her face, although she saw it briefly, did look familiar, and she wondered where she had seen her before. She thought back to her grandmother's book. She knew she couldn't be scared, or at least she would need to be welcoming to any spirits that she encountered if she wanted them to interact with her. She slipped out of bed and walked around her room slowly, and she spoke out loud calmly. Hello? I'm sorry if I scared you. I wasn't expecting to see anyone in my room when I woke up. She paused and listened. As she scanned the room for any possible sightings, I saw you checking out the wall. Do you think I picked out a good color? I think it brightens the room a lot. How about you? Would you have picked a different color? Zoe didn't really know what to say, but assumed the girl had heard her last night, and that she was just inspecting it for herself to see if she did indeed like the new wall. That had to mean that the girl had heard her, and could hear her now, even though Zoe didn't feel or see her presence. She spoke again. She wanted the girl to know she didn't have to be scared of Zoe. You can show yourself to me again, if you're comfortable. My name is Zoe, and me and my dad live here now. I hope that's okay. Zoe waited a bit longer. She heard and saw nothing. She decided she should get ready for school. She didn't want Henry asking her any questions. And she was supposed to meet Brian and walk with him to school. She quickly got dressed and ready and bounded down the steps. She must have rushed quickly into the kitchen as Henry looked at her a little taken aback. Whoa, Zoe, why such a hurry? Zoe grabbed an apple and poured her coffee in a thermos. Slept in a little later than usual, but I'm meeting Brian at the crossroads, and we are going to walk to school so you don't have to drop me off. Henry set down his newspaper. Oh? Are you sure? I really don't mind, you know. Zoe kissed him on the cheek and took a bite of her apple as she headed towards the door. Totally fine, Dad. I told Brian I'd meet him. Have a nice day at work. I'll see you this evening. Henry sat, as if frozen in his chair. Everything was happening so quickly he couldn't seem to keep up. Oh. All right, dear. As Henry registered what had just happened, Zoe popped her head back in the kitchen. Oh, I almost forgot. I'm going to stop by Grandma's after school today. Henry smiled. Yeah, no problem, sweetie. You can go over there whenever you like. Zoe smiled. Thanks, Dad. She left the room. Before Henry could even tell her to have a good day, the front door was slammed shut. Zoe walked fast once she was out the door. It wasn't a run, but she wanted to make sure she didn't miss Brian if he was waiting for her. It didn't take her long to make it to the meeting spot, and Brian was leaning against a tree. He smiled when he saw her. You made it, he called out as she crossed the street to where he stood. Zoe returned the smile. Yeah, sorry, it's been an eventful morning already. I thought maybe I would miss you. They began walking and Brian furrowed his brow. 
as he looked over to her. Eventful how, he questioned, so he didn't know if Brian would believe her, or think her crazy for admitting to seeing a ghost in her room. They had just begun being friends, so she truly couldn't guess his reaction. She decided to risk it. With her friends from the city, they had never kept secrets for long. It was part of why they were so close and trusting. She had loved having friends she told everything to, and knew so much about. Well, she began, I woke up and someone was in my room. Brian looked confused. Someone? He said. Someone like who? So he continued, not mentioning the ghost part of the story just yet. A girl. Well, I think she was probably a teenager, but yeah, a girl with long hair, and she was touching my wall. The one we just painted? Brian stared straight ahead. It was obvious that his mind was racing with different ideas and scenarios, so I waited for him to say something. She didn't want to freak him out so soon, but she could tell he was very confused. Brian continued to look forward when he spoke this time. Did you speak to her? Who was she? Zoe was unsure of Brian's unease. Did he know she was going to tell him it was a spirit? She guessed since he knew everyone in town, he would know if anyone was capable of randomly showing up in a person's home uninvited. Zoe had been shifting her gaze from the street in front of them and Brian. She had been wanting to see his reaction to her story, but knowing what she was about to say, she was a little worried about what Brian's face would reveal. She instead looked ahead. I asked her who she was, but then she disappeared, so I asked her a few more questions, apologized for scaring her, and told her if she wanted that she could come back and show herself to me again. Again, Zoe didn't explicitly say the girl was a ghost, but she was sure her explanation was enough to get the point across. Brian scratched the side of his head. What did she look like? Zoe was a little surprised that Brian had asked a question like that. She wondered if he actually believed her, or was going to tell her that she had been dreaming after her full explanation. In this moment, she really wished she knew him better to judge his demeanor, and what he was thinking rather than actually saying. She looked young. Her eyes were round, but I didn't catch the color. She was far away, so I can't say for certain. Her hair was long and loosely curled. It was dark, and it looked so... perfect. She wore what looked like a very old dress. Old for this time, not like dirty or worn, though. Brian didn't speak. They were approaching the school, and soon they would be in their first class and having to listen to their teacher drone on and on. That might actually be better than having Brian not speak, since he must think her insane at this point. Zoe was growing agitated with his minimal speaking this entire walk. Soon, they were in the hallway of the school, and Brian was greeted by students as they passed the pair. Zoe rounded on Brian as they arrived at her locker. So why haven't you said practically anything at all? Do you think your new friend is batshit? Not sure how to distance yourself now that you called me a friend? Brian stared at Zoe as people walked by staring at them. I don't think you're batshit, Zoe. I was just thinking. Zoe was slightly relieved. Thinking about what then? She began turning her locker to its first number. Well, you do live in a really old house. All houses are pretty old here, of course, but yours has a lot of history and I was just trying to put some pieces together in my head is all. Zoe got to her last number and tried opening her locker. It didn't work, so she hit it. Still nothing. Brian hit it and it popped right open. He gave her a smile as she looked at him with annoyance. Not at him, but the obviously troublesome locker she had been given. She swapped out her books and Brian spoke again. Look, I promise I don't think you're crazy. Just just give me until lunch to double-check a few things, and then I promise we can talk more about your haunted house. Zoe blinked. Did he just call her house haunted? She hadn't really thought about it, but 
it didn't seem like he was wrong, technically. There had been some questionable events happening. He smiled and closed her locker for her. Come on, we don't want to be late for class. He wrapped his arm over her shoulders, putting his weight onto her to hold him up. Wow, he was actually putting a decent amount of weight on her, causing her to hunch. Was this what it was like having a buff guy friend? Oh my god, get off. You can walk yourself, she joked. She didn't mind the playfulness. It helped reassure herself that she hadn't lost her first friend in town. They walked past Madison, who smiled at Brian and glared at Zoe. They walked by a couple of Brian's buff buddies, who laughed and questioned why Zoe was half-carrying, at this point, Brian down the hall. Zoe spoke up. Someone has to be nice to him. He's just so helpless. I mean, look at him. Brian put on a big, sad face with puppy dog eyes. The guys laughed and left talking about how pretty cool they thought Zoe was. No one seemed to care, besides Madison, that is, that Brian was spending a lot of time with her. As they made it to class, Brian tried to get Zoe to walk him all the way to his desk, but instead, she slipped away from his crushing weight, which almost caused Brian to fall. She slid into her seat. The ghost girl, for the moment, had been pushed from her brain. School was mostly uneventful for the rest of the morning until lunchtime. Zoe realized she hadn't grabbed anything for lunch, and she had rushed out so quickly Henry hadn't given her any money. She found an empty table near the back of the cafeteria to sit. She dug around in the bottom of her backpack to find any spare change she could use to get something to eat. Just as she was counting her findings, Brian rushed over to her. Zoe, hey, follow me. I gotta show you something. Zoe was confused. Show me what? Where are we going? Brian motioned for her again. The library. Come on, he begged. She slipped the change back into her backpack and stood. Fine, I'll go. He walked quickly through the maze of lunch tables and Zoe followed quickly behind. They were scolded once in the hallway by a teacher telling them not to run. They slowed to a slightly slower walk. And then, once out of sight, they quickened their pace. Zoe smiled as they rushed to the library. She was actually having fun. She hadn't remembered a time recently when she had just had good, innocent fun, like now, or this morning when she half-carried Brian through the school. She was suddenly very grateful for Brian, and all that he had done in the little amount of time she had known him. Once in the library... They actually did start walking. The librarian gave them a scowl, and they knew they couldn't mess with her. They headed to a remote section of the library, and Brian scanned the books. Zoe looked around and patiently waited. Well, sort of. She raised her brows once he couldn't find what he was looking for soon enough, and she said, Brian, what are you looking for? Maybe I can help? He brushed her off. No, I found it. He pulled the book off the shelf and left the aisle. Zoe blinked at his quick disappearing act and followed him to the table. She sat near him and peered over the book as he flipped through the pages. I was looking through the books all morning in between classes looking for this. So he looked up at him. Why didn't you just check the book out once you found it then? He flipped a page and met her eyes. Never mind that now. So he chuckled and Brian must have found the page he was looking for. He pointed to something. Here it is. Look. He was pointing at her house. Well, it was an older version. The house looked newer than it did currently, and there was nothing around it. No neighbors like there were now. Not that the neighbors' homes were very close now. The homes weren't even built when this picture was taken. Zoe inspected the old picture. Wow, it looks so different now, but also the same, sort of? Brian nodded. Yeah, but look at this. I knew there was something crazy that happened to the family that first owned the house, but I couldn't remember exactly, and here it is, all written out. Kind of sad, just to warn you, he trailed off. Zoe slowed the book closer to herself, so she could read. Okay, 
says the house was owned by a local family who had a daughter. She summarized as she scanned the page. Okay, they were relatively wealthy, which is why they built the house. Oh, says they were shop owners and they owned the town cemetery. Makes sense now, I guess, since me and my dad lived there. Oh, she had found the bad news. The father died suddenly, and a few weeks after his death, people claimed that they had seen the mother and daughter in the woods at night. Zoe scrunched up her face. In the woods at night? What's that mean? Brian points to the book. Keep reading. Zoe looked back down at the book and read more. Suddenly, her eyes got wide and her mouth dropped open. They were blamed for his murder? She kept reading. Whoa, they were accused of being witches and... Oh, wow. The town demanded that they be killed. Zoe read a bit more and shook her head in disbelief. I can't believe the history of my house is coded in murder and witches. Brian flipped the page for her. That's not all. I wanted to see if this girl looked familiar. He pointed to the girl between what Zoe only assumed was her mother and father standing in front of the house. Zoe leaned closer. She then looked up at her friend. Brian. That's her. That's the girl that was in my room. Alright everyone, that's it for today's episode. Come back next week for another installment of Searching. And in the meantime, if you want to reach out, maybe ask me some questions about the series or the podcast in general, you can find me on Instagram at writtenbylauren underscore podcast. Thank you guys for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll see you guys next week.